Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. So what did we do this week? Nothing really exciting. Well, we went to a few stores. Yeah, you you got some things. Well, that's right. Yeah, you went, well, because you were out. Uh-huh. I was out of town. Out of town. Which sucked. So I just don't like traveling for business. Yeah. It puts me out of sorts. Traveling like just puts me out of sorts in general. I, I don't mind traveling for like, like if it were you and me, it'd be different. Yeah. But it's hard when, you know, you're doing it for business because you get there to the hotel and then you spend all your time in meetings and then you spend your dinner with all the people you were just in meetings with and then you go sleep and you wake up and you do it again the next day. And you yeah. see the inside of conference rooms and that's about it. I remember the one time I was in the middle of a meeting when I was working at a bank and I was so tired that I kept falling asleep in front of the boss because he was sitting directly in front of me. Oh, no. It was one of those things like I could not stay awake because for whatever, I don't know, whatever I was doing, mm. but I was just so damn tired. Sorry, babe. You know. Did you get fired? No. Mm. Good job. <laughs> Somehow, I, I've never gotten fired from a job for just outright insubordinance. You've been fired for a job for any reason? Nothing I can think of. I mean, there's the one time I went... I've been laid off, but I've never been fired. Well, but yeah, I've been laid off. I was laid off, like, once or twice, but yeah. uh, I went to a... try to think if that's ever happened, because, yeah, working at the store, we're going to be... Maybe. Most of the time, I've just quit. Yeah, know, that's the thing. Got, I usually... You know, I, gone. I've been laid off once, and then every other time I've left voluntarily. There was a... Uh, there was a one job... Well, it was like I was in, we were in Hollywood, and I mean, technically... It was like the only time I think really the only definitive time up to that point at least that like I was asked to do a job and I didn't do it correctly so I, I was not I was not called back because it was the one where it was like a temp job where you watch people cross the street. Oh, that's right. Do you remember this? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, or watch people like cars traffic go and you're supposed to like time it out or something like that. Yeah. And it was like it was weird too because I feel like it was almost like a like a test, you know. Mm-hmm. For I mean it was a technically a test, but it was like for this agency that like, you know, I was like you know I just got the, we just got the town we were only in town for a little while, and this was in L.A. and we were like well maybe we should go and try to get hooked up with some uh, agencies or whatever and uh, you know I don't know. And it just was one of those things where, like, these guy, this guy was like, hey, yeah, all right, yeah, go, you know, we'll send you on this thing, you know, whatever. And, you know, even it had nothing to do with entertainment because it was like a kind of like an entertainment leaning sure. agency or something like that. But it was like, well, maybe you can do this job. And I guess if they, I feel like they figure if you can do that, then you're, it's worth your time, you know, to try something else out. But, I don't know. Sometimes I think they, because they do have people who, like, count the cars, you know. Oh, no, I know it's a legitimate thing. Yeah, and I I'm don't not exactly know stuff. what they do with that data, but for me, I would never be able to do that. I would absolutely miss cars. I think that's what the thing. It was one of those things where it's like you have to like do it a certain way yeah. no, it would and not do it so way. super accurately, and yeah. they're like, okay, well, you didn't do it, so you got to leave. Yeah, and no, I, like, I, oh. I would be sent home immediately because there's no way I'd, I'd do that, right? I'm like, what do you mean? Everybody else is doing this right? I was like, what? No, I just, for me, I would, I would miss cars. 100% yeah. miss cars. No. Or something, because you had to use like some sort of technology to do it. But yeah. I'm like, how about we film this? Well, I think that's what they did. Like it was like a camera. Oh, and then you have to count. You count them as they go by, or something, and you click or something. But oh, you yeah, have to no. like do it. There's a certain like criteria or whatever. No, thank you. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
But um, yeah. So this week you were out, so I decided to uh, do some uh, gallivanting on my own. Uh-huh. I only went to went out the one day. I went to Hall of Justice out here mm-hmm. to pick up some top loaders. Yeah, finally, and uh, so I did that. And then I went to Doc's Video Games in Aurora just to, to fuck around. And uh, I ended up picking up uh, WWF Raw for Genesis as well as Thunder Force 2 for Genesis. Mm. So I was very excited. And they also have uh, just random loose bag of toys. And they had a, a Toy Biz R- uh, X-Force Richter mm-hmm. that I picked up. And the guy was like, hey, do you want an extra one for free? And I was like, great. So I got a Cannonball figure, mm-hmm. the pink variant. Neat. So that was that was fun. Uh, but yeah, that was about it. I was I uh, I thought about trying to go to maybe some conflicts. I mean, that's the thing. It's like again, the more we get rid of individual issues, the less I want to buy individual issues, mm-hmm. unless if it's something that I'm trying to collect. Yep. Because I'd rather have a trade. I know. And just have it condensed because it's just it's a lot of books. You know, there's a lot of books. So right. You know, it's not. It's kind of pointless. You know, from at least at least right now, it's like you know, I don't collect individual issues to have them graded and have them sorted you know, at least for me but right. was it friday we decided to go to another second and charles yes where was this one that was up in broomfield so it was closer to boulder this is the two-story one we had heard about so and that one was cool it had a lot of stuff in it had yeah. a lot of books that was exciting so we went up there for a while you just got books i just got books what did you got a game well, I got Blaster Master 2, which was, that's what I was playing just yes, earlier. Yes, you got some trades, too. Yeah, I got trades. I got, uh... They had a huge selection of trades. Pretty good selection of trades, and they had, uh... And I had a few things I was going to pick up, but I just went with... Uh, well, actually, I picked up a Toy Biz Strong Guy. Um, I want, That's one of the ones I wanted. So I got a Toy Biz Strong Guy that uh, mint on card, but the card was pretty much, like, de- decrepit anyways. Right. So I was like, well, it's like it's five bucks... On card, I'm just gonna go ahead and just get it. Which yeah. actually, it's great because I saw it earlier somewhere. Uh, I saw it at Hall of Justice for like ten bucks, which is, I mean, it's a fine. That's a accurate price, I guess. But you know, the, you know, it was much better condition. Yeah. You know, so but this card, the 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 package wasn't that good. So yeah, that was all it. yellowed and shit when you bought it. Yeah, it was pretty much like falling apart. So I just bought it. Uh, I got that, and then I picked up. Uh, this was actually kind of cool. I think I just got the two trades. Yeah. Because I got a savage, dra- I got a savage dragon trade, which I think just—I don't know exactly what issues it covers. I think it covers like issue zero, and maybe a few other issues. Uh, but it's from like 1993, mm-hmm. and it was like five bucks. It was just a small. It's because it's you know it's a smaller one. It's thin. It's like one of the early. Again, these are trades from like the early 90s. Sure. You know? There's that's usually I'm used to having buying trades from like 2000s and stuff like that. So I picked up that, and I got Camelot 3000 trade. Yeah. Which uh, is a series that uh, we, if you go back in a previous ish episode, uh, us with Robert Peterson. Yes. Uh, guest Robert Peterson came on. We talked about Camelot 3000. And that was a good time. That was a good book. Yeah, it's a good book. A lot I of enjoyed fun. it. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I was, I've been meaning to just get the rest of them. Or just I knew it was in trade, but I was uh, it was a trade that apparently came out in 1989. Yeah. A DC trade, which, again, I mean, they put out these trades, but you just don't see them around that much. 
and uh, they happened to have it at this uh, second and Charles, so I picked it up. Yeah, for for cheap, and uh, they had quite a few of those older trades, like the Marvel ones, uh-huh. like stuff that I was just like, oh, okay, you know, this is kind of cool. Like I was gonna get like a Spider Man one, mm-hmm. like a Green Goblin Spider Man one, but I didn't decided not to get it because it's one of those things where you like you know. There's it's a bunch of classic issues, but I was thinking maybe I could just get the individual ones like digitally, you know. But I feel like something like Camelot three thousand, you know, it's not readily available digitally, mm-hmm. at least not to my knowledge. I feel like anything that I actually want, never collected or it's never like situated mm-hmm. in a way that's easier for me to get it. So yeah, but yeah, so I got that. So that was that was uh, that was sat- that was Friday. I think it was. Yep, that was Friday. Friday night. So Saturday, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday we decided to um, go visit a little stretch on Broadway over by Herman's Hideaway, which is where we had seen that wrestling show, because they've got a lot of thrift stores and antique shops. Yeah, they do. So we were like, yeah, fuck it, let's go check this out. So there was this one place that I had seen online that we wanted to go to, and it was called like Awesome 5280 or something. Totally Awesome 80 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, but the 5280 is in the actual name. Uh, which is common out here. Obviously, that's exactly a mile above sea level. Isn't, yeah, isn't that the fifty-two eighty is a big the, thing? Colorado loves to tell you things. Oh yeah, about them. Our, you know, there's a magazine. You know how they oh, all yeah, have 52, those yes, fifty-two eighty, yeah. and that's what it's called because it's haha. That's how, what a mile is. But this place is like a thrift store for '80s stuff. Yeah, um, which is great. It had so much shit in it. So much extremely overpriced shit in it. Well. <laughs> Here's a th- I'm sorry. There was a Polly Pocket for $32. <laughs> like a little set of Polly Pocket from when I was a kid. And I was like, $32? Not only that, they had gem in the holograms. I have this gem doll uh-huh. out of the box. And I think she had her tape, though. I don't have the tape for gem. Yeah. Um, I have her stand, but I don't have her tape. And they were ch- $67 for this gem. And I was like... I have that in the attic. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot so of... there was yeah. some, like, really overpriced stuff, and there was some stuff that was fine. There was a lot of stuff there that's, like, loose, that was loose, over, loose stuff that didn't have accessories. It was way overpriced. And it was a little bit too rich for my blood, you know, at least... I mean, buy a couple of bucks, but, I mean, sure. still, at the same time, you're just like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, something that, that really bothers me, I was, I was telling you this, like, it bothers me that, like, I, I want to get, like, some G.I. Joes. Yeah. Like, I would love just to have a few, like, just select G.I. Joes or just whatever. Yeah. But to go out and pick up individual G.I. Joes is straight up lunacy Uh because they individually, you know, especially if they have, like, all their stuff or even without their shit, they cost, like, you know, they're, like, eight, ten bucks a piece. Wow. And, you know, G.I., I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, yeah, you know, you would have bought a G.I. Joe back in the day for, like, five bucks or whatever. I guess, you know, but at the same time, you know, you'd think, why not just get rid of these for like, for like a, you know, like buck, two bucks. Especially when they're like dirty and like not in good condition. And well, yeah, I mean, none of especially if they're loose and they're just, you know, they had one. They don't have any accessories. One, they had like one that was literally like in a bucket. Like they had like a bunch of bucket, like a bucket of G.I. Joe's. And like random ass faction figures, but they're all individually priced in there. And it's like, well, I, I can understand why you want to price some shit like you have to because you have a store, yeah, you know, that's you on make a money on a on a major, you know, on a pretty decent strip, yeah, uh, some pretty good real estate on in Denver, and people go there a lot. But you know, a lot of times you get people like like us, maybe who are just like you just want to kind of look, 
Yeah. And then, you know, if you want to buy something, well, yeah, you got to pony up a few extra bucks just to get it. Yeah. And I am not I'm not as keen as doing that sometimes. It depends. Yeah. It depends on what I'm looking for. It depends if it, if it's, you know, when you kind of go on eBay and you look at the prices or something like that. Like, that's something I've kind of learned. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what would it be? What would, what would it cost me to buy this in person versus paying for it and trying to get it sent to me? Right. You know, maybe having to pay for shipping or whatever. So I had, actually did end up buying a Ted RCD LJN figure. Yes, that you were excited about. Well, I was excited because Ted RCD, uh, for those of you that don't know, Ted RCD is a former World's Strongest Man. Yep. Uh, turned pro wrestler. Uh, now he's retired. Yeah, in the eighties. He only wrestled for you know a couple of years in the eighties. Uh, now he's back to you know he went back into powerlifting and then now he just runs gyms and stuff like that. But Ted's very important. Didn't he run a gym where Triple H used to train? He's he's responsible for basically planting the seed of Ted Ars- of, of getting Triple H, who was a uh, um, a bodybuilder, you know, was a bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, bodybuilder fanatic uh, that would train at you know within. I don't know if he trained with Ted or he just trained you know in the same place as a Ted. And obviously, you know, big young kid working out. You know, it's like Ted. You know, suggested, recommended to him that he go trains at Killer Kowalski's school, Killer Kowalski school yeah. in Massachusetts. You know, and the rest is history. Right. So, uh, but Ted, uh, Ted was uh, an actor. Yo, yeah, he's been in many things. He's been in many, many random things. I think he's, you know, I think he's still acting. I'm not yeah, sure. He does if he's He, he does what he can. He you can see him in the town. You can see him in the town. He you has a prison guard. There's a movie called The Family with Michelle Pfeiffer and Rich, uh, he's a Robert bodyguard. De Niro. He plays a, a guy in there. Uh, he's been in a couple, th- a lot of like those Boston-based movies recently. He was in the town. He was in something else. He was uh, in the, the fighter. Family. He was in the fighter. The fighter. But he was also most. He was a fight promoter. He was really sweaty in that one, right? He was extremely sweaty, and that's true to life. Because <laughs> he was also in Sean's movie. Because he was also in my movie Smark that I did when I was in uh, at Everson. And Sean was so excited because this is—he knew who Ted RC was, obviously. <sighs> yeah, I know. But the thing is, is that you know, I feel that had I, it was great to have like a wrestler. Yeah. You know, like a dude, you know, a real dude, play that role. I thinking about. If I watch the movie again, I could think about like ways to do things better. Oh sure, you know, and ways to treat ways that I would have treated, you know, I working mean, with Ted and that, stuff like that. I wasn't like I, I didn't do anything terrible. No, no, but it's, it's just like, that's kind of what happens when you do your like one of your first projects and stuff. Like I look back at my thesis and I'm like, oh, I could have done all of these things differently. Yeah, you know, I would have done this. I would have done that. You know, all this different stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it's that's just kind of. Kind of how it is because you you sit there and you you know, you look at things in the past and you're just like man you know I was a different per different person yeah, different or I was person, this absolutely. like you know especially now like having been through a lot of stuff that I've been through in the past you know since since that time yeah uh, things are very uh, it's different things are very different yeah and so it's kind of kind of like okay well let's you know maybe if that ever happens again which who knows I don't know. Yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but so you bought a Ted figure. But I bought a Ted figure because it was there, and I was like, you know what? The, the justification of buying it was like, you know what? It might. Well, you know him. I know him. It might be a little bit of more money. Maybe I don't know. For I think I pay, I pay like twelve bucks for it. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, and then we just kind of floated around. Yeah, we just kind of checked some stuff out. There was a lot of cool stuff, and you know, bought this, that, and the other thing. 
Um, yeah. But nothing special. It was a good time. You know, that, that store had a lot of stuff in it, that 80s store. And they had Atari. They did have NES, and they had NES games, which I saw on the way out. See, I missed... Where were the NES games? They were like... So this place was so small, and it had, like, all this shit in the middle of it. Uh-huh. So you had to, like, squeeze by everybody. It was on one of those tables in front of the register, but kind of behind it, like on the back side of the table, so it was really hard to see. Oh, so you had if to... you weren't on that side of the table, you weren't going to see it. See, because they were sitting there saying, like, because I saw the NESs for sale, which was... Yeah, but they like 100 bucks. Which is, I don't know, I feel like you can get an NES cheaper than that. Maybe, yeah. You know, I feel like that's not a... It, it dep- I don't know. I don't need an NES. No. But... We have everything else. We're fine. Well, <laughs> I don't have my Retron yet. Yeah. One day. So I'll be able to play all the gimmicks. Yeah. You know, it was a cool store. I mean, there's there's some stuff there that was I'm trying to think. I mean, they had just about every... Major, like, franchise. Franchi- franchises, shit. yeah. They, they had, like, a lot of Star Wars stuff. They had, like, that, like, little Ewok house. Oh, yeah, the Ewok village. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had some E.T. shit. They had D.C. stuff. They had Marvel stuff. They had... They had He-Man. He-Man, they had... She-Ra. They uh, even the had... Simpsons. But they also had, Little like, People. Oh, yeah. So I missed some of those other ones. Like yeah. Little People. I didn't look around. I didn't look around the whole store. Well, that was actually on that same table with the NS, uh, NES games because I saw the bus that they had for Little People. My sister had that. Probably still has it. Probably in the Pretty attic. sure it's in the attic right oh, now. Maybe. Hey, you know what? Maybe. Go through that yeah, maybe attic. we need to go through that. Yeah, they had some cool. They had some stuff, but there was a. They had these this line of uh, figures called uh, Supernaturals. Uh-huh. That was the one thing you held up, and you were like, "Hey, look at this." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those ones that. Uh, it wasn't very shiny though, because I remember those. Yeah, I don't think it worked that well. Yeah, it didn't work that well because his hologram wasn't there. I remember Susie's brother had one of those. Yeah. Uh, and it, I remember it very, very clearly, and I was like, "Oh man, it's one of these," and then I was like, "Oh, it doesn't work." They had some visionaries, mm-hmm. uh, former former comic book. Yeah, but there's a. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just cool. Just it's cool for browsing. You know, if you feel that you can, you know, if you feel justified in buying some stuff, you know, you might uh, you might be surprised at some of the stuff they have there. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we went around to a few stores though. Yeah. We went to a thrift store. Went to the one, uh, the Ark thrift stores out here. Man, <laughs> we always make the mistake of trying to go to the Ark thrift thrift store on a Saturday, and Saturdays when it's fifty percent off, and it's just packed. It's bedlam to the gills. Yeah, and I I can't. I can't. I have to remember not to go in on a Saturday. Well, it's one of those things. We, I need to go on like a Tuesday. Yeah, you only need to go like on a Tuesday night or something. Cause yeah, we walked in I and couldn't. we were like, I was I, like, I Why did we walk in here? Yeah, I literally walked in. I went, I we should go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> walked in and went, Oh, this was a mistake. Yeah, it's just filled with people and kids running and screaming and everybody's in the aisles and oh, I was like, Nope, nope, nope. This was a mistake. So we left. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was going on other than just our not really our shoppings. Is, no. is there anything else that came out in terms of like comic book stuff? Like oh, news I don't know. Maybe or... I haven't seen anything. I was so detached from anything happening because I was in these meetings all week that I I don't really know. I'm I wasn't to th- able to keep up on stuff. See, I'm trying to think because like I don't think really anything's. I mean, nothing that was major. No. I feel like we're kind of in this thing where right now we're just waiting for Avengers. Well, yeah, we're waiting for Captain Marvel. Captain, oh yeah, Captain Marvel, for, of course. Yep. Yeah, and that's what waiting, next month. Yeah, March, yeah. which I'm excited for. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely excited yeah, for that. Be great. Uh, the, I think coming up in another few weeks, uh, Doom Patrol shows up on the DC thing. We got to pay for that damn thing. I know. We just, you know what? Maybe we just it's just, done it. Maybe it's just not important. 
I, I want to see the Doom Patrol show. Well, I want to see, see the the Teen Titans show too. The I Titans know. or whatever. I know. I just think I just feel, it's one of those things where we just haven't gotten around to doing it. That's all. Like I feel like you know, there's all this stuff. Like uh, <laughs> as, as it was funny the other day, I was watching. Um, I was on Instagram and our buddy Tom Tran posted about uh, the Flash. Mm. You know, because he's a big Flash fan, and yeah. he was posting about the the show. That's a show I haven't watched in years. Yeah. There's a villain called Goldface, which we actually talked about in a Guy Gardner comic. Or it's been a while, actually. I was like, oh, so now Goldface has finally made it into the DCEU. You know, like, yeah. I mean, they're pick, they're finding everything to throw in there. Everybody. And so I don't know what I'm missing. Nothing. I don't know if I'm I mean, is, is there a – did they figure out another Eclipso thing? We kind of got the Eclipso quota in hellblazer yeah which was kind of a bummer yeah because they kind of alluded to it but yeah we haven't seen anything for that and uh i don't know anything's going on i know like the, there's the dc they just can't put out the reign of the superman cartoon so i haven't seen that well we're, yeah there's a bunch of those we haven't seen yet i know see we need to get the dc app then we can watch all that stuff do they have like all those cartoons all as they really do they, would they release them though do they put them up that there i don't know but i know that they're all up there. Eventually, I don't know how long it takes to get up there. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, because I would like to be able to just cat go back and watch a bunch of the ones that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Except Damien, fuck him. Well, we already seen that one. Uh, I have never watched Son of Batman. Well, okay, right. Yeah, I haven't seen and, it. Nor will I. Nor are you going to watch the the Killing, uh, Joke. Killing Joke. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it either. Uh, I don't know. I just don't I have. I already it. know it's garbage that I don't want to see, and it's uh, I don't need to see it. Thank you. I don't need to make myself angry for no reason. Why would you? Uh, I'm angry anyway. I know you Most can always you can be you, you can find other things to be angry about without I having know, totally. to be frustrated by watching Batman have sex with Batgirl. Gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> anyway, but uh, speaking of love, oh yeah, well that, it is February. It is February. Our romantic comic month uh, yeah. continues. It does continue. So we've got a book coming up. So stick around. We'll come back with our book for this week. Coming soon from the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Working together, we saved the planet. And I believe that if we stayed together as a team, we would be a force that could truly work for the ideals of peace and justice. Every episode. My name is Jean. I'm a Martian. Every adventure. <sighs> Okay, you guys are so slow. Every hero. Whatever you think you're doing, if you present a threat to the world, the Justice League will take you down. Cindy and Chris Franklin bring you JLU Cast. Whatever the future holds, we'll make those choices ourselves. Don't say you don't love me. I'll never say that. Covering the complete animated run of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And the adventure continues. Their strength. In numbers. What? Like a bunch of super friends? More like a Justice League. All right, we're back here in Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Young Heroes in Love, number one, from June 1997. It is a DC book. It is a 90, late 90s book, too. Yep. And uh, I bought this. You did buy this. Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> of course I bought this. You know, why, I, I think when we talk about the cover, everyone will know why I bought this. Right. <laughs> and this is one of these books, too. Like, it came out in, like, it came out just after, I think, a pretty couple years after I stopped being really into comics in the 90s. Yeah. And this probably would have ended any comic love. Yeah. 
Because this book's pretty bad. But there's a, yeah, it's just some randomness that, like, existed. Because just for, you know, for the record, like, I've done some research on this. Yeah. And these are the most jabroni characters. Oh, yeah. No, these characters don't matter at all. I've never really read a book. Where you know none of the characters matter? Where I'm like, nobody matters. This is this is such... <laughs> to it, the greater... In the greater scheme this, of the DCU, none of these characters matter. It's been, a, it's been a long time since I've read a book. Like, I know we've read some other stuff like this yeah. that hasn't had, had such little effect on just a, a universe overall. But these, these are the most jabroni characters. They really are. Losers. Yeah. So, uh, but... Just, just generic heroes, too. But, but we'll talk about it when we get but there. But they, they got a 17 or 16 issue series out of this, I think. Sure. You know, whatever. Uh, but anyways, uh, Sex Lives... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the, the tagline. Excuse me. Sex Lives and Super Heroics. Yeah, that's at the top. And then we just see... There's a, bunch a bed. Of, there's a bed. We're looking through a door. Uh-huh. Uh... And there are clothes, obviously superhero costumes, uh, strewn about, uh-huh. and people getting busy underneath a purple sheet on the bed. We just see a couple of humps. Humps. Uh, definitely humps. Ooh. Humps. Uh, then we have some wine glasses, and there's a wine bottle. This is actually really gross. There's a yeah. wine bottle on the dresser that has been tipped over, and like... The wine is dripping out of the bottle, but it doesn't look like wine. Yeah. It's kind of really disgusting, actually. Yeah, it actually kind of looks like jizz. It, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. That's yeah. the whole thing. Because it's, it's not just like a dripping, like it's like it's, pouring it's out. It's a rope. Yeah, but it looks like a, but it's it, like it just it's in mid ropey. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, it's it's obviously to be like oh, cum shots. Uh, right. It's pretty gross. Yeah. So I didn't like it. No, it's gross. So we start this issue with a, some people on a building, and I say some people because that's our heroes, but they don't matter. We don't. Here's the thing: we don't find out who they are until until like much later in the book. So these are people. These are people that we're meeting for the very first time. Yeah, and don't worry. Close up of an ass. Yeah. So you uh, got so, but I do. We do so know. We do know who uh, some of these people actually. Who? God damn it! I don't... So we have off ramp. Is that is that his name? Off ramp. Yes, I think it's off. Some. I'm pretty sure it's off ramp. We have off ramp. Uh, Thunderhead. Thunderhead. And Monster Girl. Monster Girl. And really, all you see of Monster Girl is her ass. And Thunderhead. I mean, they're so very nondescript heroes. Yeah. Uh, there's on the top of a. A building and they're waiting for somebody. I mean, yeah, basically, wa- that's what's happening. They're waiting for somebody, and Thunderhead's like, "Hey, do I look good?" And, yeah, and Thunderhead's like, "We started this, so we could ogle babes and off ramp." I don't even know how to describe what off ramp is wearing, except like he's just a dude wearing a leather jacket and a bandana with like steampunk goggles, basically. Yeah, you know what he kind of looks like? Kind of like a Nova half Nova helmet. Okay, you know what he looks like to me, and this is maybe you're probably not aware, you probably don't know this, but. Uh, he looks like Wolverine from Age of Apocalypse. I do not know that. Because right. Wolverine, for some reason, like, had, like, a bandana. Uh-huh. He didn't have a nose for some reason, too. But yeah, he, he has no nose. And this guy also, awful off-ramp, has the L sideburns coming around. Oh, yeah. He has the yeah. Sean Merrick 2003 special. Well, this is the, the early, early aughts, so. No, this is 1997. 
Oh man, he's ahead of his time. He's ahead of his time. But yeah, he's got he's sitting there and he's just like some guy where he's just a guy with like uh jeans, jeans and like jeans. a yellow shirt for some reason. And so there's Thunderhead. Uh-huh. And Thunderhead's basically like a super strength guy. Super strength guy who looks like he was in an 80s hair band. Pretty much. Yeah. Like he used to be a musician, but he's also like Cuz he got one of those cowls that shows his hair, where he's got like long blonde flowy locks. Yeah, he's really weirdly big. Uh-huh. Like this photo here, like this one here, this drawing here, he looks just like, I don't know, there's something... Yeah, he's he's strangely big. He's strangely big. Like, he also looks kind of squat. Uh-huh. So it's, maybe that's what's weird. But So anyways, uh, what I do kind of like, though, is uh, so they're talking and, uh, you know, they're all waiting and... Uh, oh, Thunderhead's also dumb. Thunderhead's, yeah, he's not very good. He's not very smart. No. And he accidentally calls... Uh, off off ramp, George. Yeah, he's like, "Don't call me by my real name, bro." Yeah, which actually I kind of kind of think is funny. It's yeah. kind of like a pro wrestler thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because they're like, "Man, we're just gonna we're doing the superhero team. This is our first team. We're so excited to meet this guy." Uh, and then he's like, "Oh, I got us here a little early." And he's like, "What the hell?" You know. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you know, he'll be here in a minute. Don't worry about it." Right. So, so the- I mean, that's basically all that's happening. There's pages of it. But that's all that's happening. And then yeah. we cut to a guy putting on his costume and he's like this little redheaded guy. And he's like, you know, this I'm going to be great. Don't worry about it. But he's very, very small. So now I don't understand if he is. I think he's just that small. Like always? I think always. That's weird. I think he's always that small and he can never get any bigger. And he's just like, like his mom. So did his, but his mom's like dropping him off. Right. This is to like, this is junior. Yeah. To go hang out with the superheroes. And as far as I can understand, he's just like an espionage guy. Yeah, he's just like, really little. He's little, but he doesn't like little, little. Like we're talking like the size of a Coke can. Yeah. He's not as big. As, he's not as small as the Atom. Right. I feel like, but he's about as big as, yeah. As like an as action big figure. As co- big as an action figure. Yeah. It's. I don't know if he. Has, I don't really know if he has any powers. That's the thing. Like, I can't figure that out. At least from what I've read here, I can't tell. He's if like he has one any of the powers. brownies from fucking Willow. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have any powers. So anyway, he's getting out of the car to like go meet up with our other group of heroes, and this is hard drive. So hard drive and uh, and um, bonfire. Bonfire. So hard drive is this Bonfire's dude. Not a bad name. Yeah, Bonfire's not bad. And he's got the same cowl with the hair sticking out the top, but he's like some sort of like psychic ability. He has telekinesis and he has tele- telepathy. I think he has some sort of telepathy. He maybe. definitely has some sort of hypnosis thing, which we'll see later. But yeah. like, so he is like getting gathering these heroes together. So Bonfire has the ability to like control fire and like create fire and yeah. out of her hands and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, and so then they're meeting up with this little guy, Junior. Well, before that, before he shows up, she, well, bonfire, yeah. uh, hard drive is basically like giving bonfire a hard time, giving her a hard time, saying she's like, "You're like, oh, you're no good." Yeah, you suck. You suck. Then she's like, "Whatever," you it's, know. I'll, I got fire, and he's like, "Oh, you're pretty good now." Yeah, and so he's like taunting her. He's like, "You got to do this," and, and he makes her really mad. And then she gets all this fire, and he's like, "Yeah, that was great. It's perfect for exactly what we need for our superhero team." Uh, and then this guy shows up, and then they all fly off. To go meet the other people on the roof. I just feel like this I is don't... such a like a weird way for superheroes to kind of convene. It's a very strange way to start this. You book. know, it's kind of like especially it's like the very beginning of it's kind of a mis like the title of this is a misnomer. Well, here's the thing. I mean until like the last panel, I'm like okay, this is just about a team getting together, and it's very boring. 
It's very boring, and it's for some reason like they should just. There's no threat. Th- yeah, there's no. Th- yeah, there's no. There's no. We don't have any established antagonist. Right. We have no th- reason that these. I mean, we see why they decided to form this superhero team, but there's no like. I don't know. It's not like we used to be sidekicks. We want to, you know, like the Teen Titans. We want to set it out, out on our own. We're trying to make a name for ourselves or whatever. These people are just like, hey, we've got powers, and like for some reason we've never hooked up with anybody else in the DCU, so we're gonna become our own team. They do reference like joker yes or somebody like earlier yeah like he mentions uh he talks about joker yeah he mentions joker and uh doomsday or whatever so yeah. you know we know those people are you know these people exist. exist but so how did all of these people with like super strength especially bonfire with this really great power to like burn basically she's a human flamethrower yeah how'd she go under the radar you'd think the justice league would want her over somebody like i don't know gypsy you can walk through a wall yeah, Gypsy's, Gypsy's useless. <laughs> right? There's a couple of them that are, and you're kind of like, well, Bonfire's way cooler. Yeah. Even though she just does what Fire does, but... Yeah, but no. she's kind of a. I mean, why is this one guy named Junior? I don't know. Because that's like that's such a, that's such... a ter- because he's small. Okay, I mean, he could be called like the Microman or something, but he's not. I mean, even that would have been better than Junior. Ugh. So they get there, they this arrive. The book is too boring to make fun of. It really is. And so they arrive on this roof, and they're like, hey, I'm so-and-so. They introduce themselves. You finally find out what they call Monster Girl, Monster Girl, because she can literally become this, like, hideous beast with these, like, giant teeth. and She has knee, she has knee, knee, knee. Knee spikes. Knee spikes. Uh, it's pretty great. So, yeah. And they land, and, like, everybody's talking to each other. And eventually, like, uh bonfire and monster girls are talking about like uh thunderhead yeah because this is this is where the whole fucking heroes in love thing comes in but basically yeah. all it is is just people being like hey we should fuck well we, not even not that it's just that. like hey that guy's kind of cute yeah she's kind of cute but let's talk about other stuff so like monster girl and um bonfire are talking and this is where we not yes those are the people who are talking this is where we find out that Thunderhead used to be a musician. Yes. And he wanted to be a guitar player. And he was a really good one. But as he, like, grew, his hands got too big oh, no. to play the guitar. You should so... just build a bigger guitar. Right? I'm like, you can get that shit custom made, bro. <laughs> he gave up playing the guitar. Then he was a bouncer for a while. And now he's decided to be a superhero. So basically what we find out is they have one more member of the team that they need to collect. Oh. So this is where we How need... did they get everybody... They I don't like know. aware of everybody? Uh, like, were they, did they go on AOL? I guess so. Was it like, you know... Uh, this, this is like a very... It's like really early Craigslist, I'm assuming. Or AOL Marketplace? Yeah, it's kind of like if you were going to put up a, an ad for a drummer, like back in the 80s, you just kind of like put it on a bulletin board. And I think that's what happened here. So these guys are like, okay, let's all get into off ramps car and we're gonna go get this guy who lives at the arctic circle they're like wait but that's gonna take forever he's like well don't worry my power off ramp is time travel but it can only drive a car through a hole yeah so he basically creates wormholes or portals to wherever he needs to go so he gets them to the arctic circle and then we meet the uh <laughs> la- <laughs> the last addition to the team who Honest to God, looks like Hades from the Disney movie Hercules if he was in really good shape and had some nipple rings, but was also wearing Dr. Manhattan's underwear from the Watchmen movie. Okay. Yeah, no, that's actually, uh, the, the underwear is pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, 
you know they wanted to do just blue dick here. They did, but they had to put this underwear on him, and this guy is like drawn so sexy. He looks like actually he looks like (laughs) he kind of looks like Blue Devil with like no clothes. Yeah, and he's all ripped. He's got this hair, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Frostbite or whatever his name is." Frostbite, and he's blue. Dude, we don't even really see what he does. He's just a blue motherfucker. Yeah, he doesn't do anything yet. He does not do anything in this book. I'm assuming he can create ice. Because what happens is he's like, like, man, we're freezing. And he's like, I don't get cold. And then he sees Bonfire, who's creating fire out of her hands. And they just, like, stare at each other. And this, like, chemistry sparks are flying. And then he just, like, shuts up and walks away. Why is he just hanging out in the woods like a fucking I don't. Maybe because he's blue? I have no idea. Why is he not wearing a shirt? I don't know. I mean, I understand. Like, is he one of... I mean, he's definitely one of those guys that walks around in shorts. Here's the other thing I don't understand. They take him to this headquarters that they have, Uh which is not at the Arctic Circle and is not freezing. And he's fine. So it's not like he has to be walking around in the snow in order for him to be comfortable. Right. He's just chooses to walk around in the snow with like his hair in a ponytail but he's also got those like front pieces that like hang down like framing his face all sexy he's got like a ponytail he's got nipple rings both of his nipples are pierced he's got ear two earrings two earrings the guy like yeah he's uh oh also a tattoo he's got a tribal arm tattoo oh does he yeah right there Oh, he does (laughs) this is yeah this is something this is pretty much every deviant art piece oh yeah this like, is that's what i mean when he like when they're like i was like oh mr freeze is gonna fuck somebody. no it's like this is what i'm saying when he looks like disney's hercules like ripped somebody drew that in deviant art oh 100 and he's absolutely like fucking whatever meg is her name in in the disney movie he's totally fucking her except you know in this one he's just wearing dr manhattan's underwear yeah yeah so they all get in the car and they go to their new hideout. And this yeah. is where we find out that off-ramp and hard drive were, like, both driving in a car race in Dorchester <laughs> or something in Man- in Massachusetts. This is Gloucester. Gloucester. Sorry. I knew it was somewhere. Uh, in Massachusetts, they were in this fucking race, and there was an accident. Well, it's not even, like, a ra- like a real race. It's just a bunch of, like, regular-ass cars just driving I, around. Yeah, that's like, why I was like... He's like, like, hey, do you want to drive in a race? Sure. Yeah, and he was like, oh... Drive my sedan the the people in front of me crashed and i just like did a hole like i always do to drive through it and i was like how does that work when you're racing because don't people see that Uh uh-huh but then this other car like showed up and this guy got out and he just started like helping people so i started helping people and that's when we decided we needed to be superheroes because nobody got killed in this race crash a potential nascar disaster i was like yield superhero team Doesn't make any goddamn sense. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. That is, that is like... It's really dumb. It's just so, like, such a... A ra- look, it's I, such I, a, look, I love random-ass things. I do, but this is not, like, a good random-ass thing. This is a ridiculous random-ass thing. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And then, like, we don't really... I mean, I'm assuming that there's more backstory and that stuff we'll that get is to. explained as you read the rest of these issues, but... This is what we're told right now. But this is what we're told right now, but Jesus Christ, how... Could anybody be reading this and being like, this is good? Right. 
I really don't. I'm I feel bad for this book. How bad it is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like how like bad and boring and like uneventful and yes. And these characters like there's no fucking name value in here. Right. There's Give me nothing. Something. Like, Primal Force had Red Tornado in it. But usually that's the thing when they kick off one of these books, like somebody shows up to start this off. Yeah. Like John shows up. John Jones shows up to be a mentor for two issues, and then he fucking disappears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, John assembles this team. Red Tornado is there. You know what I mean? Like, somebody pops in to be like, hey, I'm the reason you're buying this book, but here's some people for you to get introduced to. These people are just here, and they have, like, the most boring origin story ever where it's just like oh yeah we helped people and we decided to form a superhero team helped somebody and then we found we decided to like email a bunch of the other ones we yeah we, to we IM, put a, a, aim a bunch of these folks we put a bunch of fucking wanted notices on bulletin boards all around the country and we formed a superhero team <sighs> I'm like, okay one of them's an yeah one of the the monster girl she's an alien Okay. No, let me do that. I mean, all right. I mean, so that, that's I'd that's be pissed something. if I came to Earth and this is, I mean, John gets to hang out with the Justice League. All the other aliens get to do fun shit. Right? We'll find John. John knows where No, John knows where it's at. Yeah. So we get to this. Uh, Join the high... Facebook group, Aliens Having Fun in the DCEU. There's no Facebook yet. So that's why this, oh, girl's, what are they do? this girl's totally fucked for a couple oh, more they years. Oh, the guy going with AOL. Right. This is, this is when you were like sitting, you know, there's a bunch of. You know, a bunch of aliens sitting around one dude on an instant messenger, <laughs> just kind of being like, "Hey, talk to that person." Yeah, yeah. That's how. Much. That's how. That's how. That's the fun they're having. That's yeah. how they're getting together. This is this is a list serve thing. <laughs> um, so they get to a warehouse where they're like, "Hey, this is fire up my Juno dot com." <laughs> they, are they going to do a GeoCities web ring? Oh, there's a, <laughs> look, there's definitely a Lego search happening. Oh yeah, and there's Did somebody ask Jeevesing it. <laughs> oh man. How about an angel fire site? Am I right? <laughs> um, so they show up at this warehouse and they're like, here, this is our hideout. I have a hard, and this is all hard drive. And he's so hard, like, yeah, hard drive basically I, is just like. I am paying for this cool hideout. And it's just like, this is where we sit and talk about missions. And then, oh, by the way, there's a gym and there's a kitchen and there's a couple rooms upstairs. They're not like living quarters, but it's they're. a cook machine. But you can sleep in there if you have to. And so you, they don't have to stay there. They just no. kind of can show up. Ooh, is this like the party house in the. This is literally like the real this... world. No, it was it. That, right. And there's even a real world real, real Yes, there's world a reference. Joke in here. Yes. But this also could be the Magnesis townhouse for superheroes. Okay. For the Fire Festival? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. This is this is the Fire Festival of superheroes. This yeah. And and fucking hard drive is that guy who's in jail, <laughs> Billy whatever his name who's is. Sucking a dick for water this one guy. Uh I'm going to go with probably off ramp because he seems really dedicated to this cause also i have a question this is a serious question uh, do you think off ramp might be gay because there's a part here earlier possible there's a part here earlier where something about talking about ladies bodies or no something. no like he's all, like so because you know because the thunderhead is like oh but then he says something earlier i'm trying to think because it just kind of struck me as like he seemed like he's there's a line in here and it just it just it caught me for a second before like he seemed like he's really interested in he seemed like he's 
got a heightened interest in yeah he definitely does maybe and honestly that would at least give him some sort of characterization (laughs) you know what i mean like that would give him like an inner life something because really he's just not anything but a guy who drives a car at this point well because it's not the way he's the way he's talking to him he's like terrific so i'm glad you decided to join the team or yeah. glad you chose to join the team because uh, apparently hard drive had something. Well, that's right. Yeah, hard drive and him were buddy and yeah. you're really important to that friend. He's like, uh, likewise, I wouldn't have been here without you. You know, it just it just seems very like yeah, maybe. You know, I, he's I don't got actually a, know. A bit of a crush on him. Okay. Which I'm like, okay. Good. Let's but then, see but then, but then that. Nipple Man shows. Of... The Nipple Man shows up, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well. Well, that guy's nipples are insane. Um. So. <laughs> I mean, they're like another character. So, we, I didn't like it when I saw it, and I don't like it now. No, none of it is good. Uh, so we show up at this warehouse thing. They're like, hey, this is great. And um, they're looking around. And then Frostbite corners Bonfire. Yeah. And he's like, didn't you feel it? Didn't you feel our awesome chemistry? It's like our powers are like feeding off of each other. And she's like, uh, and that's when Hard Drive is like, uh, I need to talk to you, Bonfire. And Bonfire talks to Hard Drive and Hard Drive is like, hey, I know you might have some like chemistry with the blue guy in his underwear, but I really think you'd be better off fucking Thunderhead. And she's like, wait, who the hell are you to tell me to be attracted to somebody? Rightfully so. But this is when we see and this is why i think that hard drive is the villain of this book Uh he his eyes start flashing and he's using his hypnotic powers on bonfire to convince her to be attracted to thunderhead instead of frostbite so you're like okay so that happens that's like literally the only thing really in this this setup part of the book besides hey we're a superhero team that like happens yeah so then they all just go sit around and they're talking and they're like, well, welcome to the young heroes, man. Like, we're going to kick uh, some ass. We've already named ourselves the young heroes. Young heroes. God damn it. So fucking boring. And man, there were the, there and the then young- Hard Drive gives some really dumb speech, but like freedom is what happens after you've made the decision. He's like, freedom isn't infinite options and total control freedom is what happens after you've made the decision when there's nothing left to do but act that's when you're really free welcome to the young heroes yeah and everybody and even people are like they even they have it in here where they're like were you inspired or not really and like thunderhead's like hey bonfire you want to hang out and she's like yeah and then some hypnosis didn't work no it did because she's not hanging out with frostbite she's hanging out with hard oh that's right yeah okay so he's like and then uh Hard drive is like, yeah, this started something big. Cut to a bedroom where Monster Girl and Hard Drive have just finished having the sex. And they're like, oh, we've done it. And done what? It. Sex? Sex and also whatever it is. I'm assuming assemble this team. So if she's an alien, does that mean he's an alien and like this whole thing? He's Are like, they the villains? I don't know. I don't know, but that's the end of this fucking book. Yeah, I mean, maybe he became like with another... the gross jizz bottle on the front. Yeah, I don't like that. That's yeah, that, that's that should, upsetting. That should have been uh, blurred out. Yeah, like Batman's cock. I'd rather see Batman's cock. <laughs> Batman's cock. Just Everybody falling. would rather see Batman's cock. Actually, if this, if this issue was just Young Heroes of Love, it was just Batman's cock. Honestly, if it was like, okay, here's your choice. You can see this gross, drippy jizz bottle, or you can see 
a very, very shadowed image kind of outline of Batman's cock. Which one's better? Obviously, Batman's cock. Yeah. It's much more palatable than gross. Also, it's, a, it's much, more fa- much more famous and interesting. But not only that, like, it's just an outline of a dick. Yeah. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Right. You know? So but it's kind of. Batman's like, dick. I know. I mean, I'm interested, but. Show me that instead of this gross drippy thing. Yeah, no, this is a uh, oh God. I feel so. I, I was actually like thinking around. I'm thinking while we're reading this book. I don't really have anything funny to say because this book is so boring. It really is. It's really really boring. And I'm trying. I'm to glad find... we read it because now we can get rid of it. Yay! <laughs> it's done. I, so neither of us are going to read the next issue. No, because. Like I said, there's really nothing that happens here. The only thing that is somewhat interesting is hard drive hypnotizing Bonfire into not giving Frostbite any sort of interest. Right. That's the only thing that's very interesting because you're like, why? What's going on with these two characters that they can't, and their powers are feeding off each other? So, what is the deal here? That's the only interesting part. Everything else is just like we're no name characters doing no name things that literally nobody cares about. So, this guy, even the fucking is boring. Yeah. This guy, Dan Raspler, who uh, wrote this, he would go on to retire from the comic book business after this comic. Okay. He was an editor for DC. And then I think he basically created this, and it must have tanked so bad. Yeah, it must have been because it's it, it, rightfully so. I mean, I, look, if anybody's out here that listens to our show that has had any sort of interaction with this comic, I'd love to find out. There's the same. There's a certain lot of you, but if you do, uh, that that would be awesome because I just I'm curious, like, who actually read this. You know, that was or looked at it, you know, outside of the first cover and was like, oh, this is good. Because I could see getting pulled in for the first cover and be like, oh, look, there's jizz, you know, whatever. But, yeah. you know, this is just dreck. Streck. That's it for this week's show. Yeah. Hopefully next week we'll pick up with something more stupid and fun. I hope so. Yeah, we got other, we got a better other comic. But we had to get this one out of the way. Yep, it's so, done. Yay. Hope you, guys had a, hope you guys fell in love with it. Or yeah. you guys had some romantic feelings out of it because that's what these comics are meant for. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Angry Hero Sean as well as Instagram, Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Instagram. I've deleted my Twitter. I don't want to talk about it. And you can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. Email the show, Worst Collection Ever at gmail.com. And of course, you could find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is you get your podcasts and you could please rate us five stars that would be awesome or wherever give us the best rating tell your friends share the links do what you guys gotta do to get the word out about the show that would be really awesome so thanks again for listening folks and we'll talk to you again soon bye bye